We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Pete's with us for another couple of minutes from Nashville, where he's getting ready to call Navy basketball. Pedro, how can people listen to that broadcast? They can turn on the Odyssey app and Ah. Yes. Navy basketball, Perf- or, perfect or WNAV, right on the Odyssey. There you go. Our there company, you. our company, our company has done amazing things with its app, and the fact that our basketball games are now available on that app is a uh, big feather in the cap, and something I'm glad to promote. And football games as well, obviously, yes, um, definitely, and of course a big one coming up next Saturday in Philadelphia, where we will be. For Navy uh, and Army, of course, we'll be doing the show Friday, next Friday. What is that, December 8th, I believe it is? Uh, From Philadelphia. December 9th. Uh, December 9th. Okay, there you go. Uh, That's right. I'm traveling up on Thursday, December 8th after the show, uh, and we'll be there through uh, the weekend. So looking forward uh, to that. Heading to MetLife Stadium this Sunday for a big one in the NFC East between the New York football giants and the Washington Commanders, who look for win number four in a row and seven out of eight. Let's go back to the phones and squeeze as many guys in. Our pal AP is with us on the Team 980 Odyssey. What's up, AP? How are you? Hey, Pete. Russ, what's going on? What's up, AP? Hey, hey first thing first, man, just, just briefly touching on Rev T, man. Look, that dude is, you know, one of the most passionate fans ever, man. Like, I mean, since early 980 days, you know, like I said, I've been listening forever, man. And that dude, he wears it on his sleeve. And I spoke to him personally about what happened to him, man. All I'm going to say is that's not right. And they should be ashamed of themselves. I I love love Rev T. I have spoken to him personally as well. He has a son with Down syndrome, okay? And I know he's a great dad and, and, and all that. I know he's a very passionate fan. Yeah. I've met him, you know, all that stuff. I, again, I, I, I don't know what I, I don't know. I don't quite understand exactly why the the war and why the team has chosen, you know, one side or the other. I, I don't know. Uh, all I know is bet, you know, like we, you know, yeah. all I know is like we, we've got to figure this out because you know it does no good to have an already fractured fan base because of the stupid ownership to be fighting right. with each other and to be so hateful towards each other. It, it doesn't make sense to exactly. me. Exactly. And like I said, you know, just some things you just don't do to people and it, what was done to him is not right. He went to the organization about it and I guess they may have bumped heads and, you know, like I said, 
you know, Rev is very passionate. And for that to have happened to him, I'm sure he probably, you know, let loose a little bit. And, you know, the organization, they probably didn't like how he responded. But, you know, when things are being done to you and you're being harassed, it's not right. Yeah. But I'm going to leave it there. Um, I went to the game, like I said, you know, it was, was, you know, as I was driving up, man, like, you're talking about, you know, just people tailgating. It was like a sea of tailgaters, man. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) as I'm trying to find my parking, I mean, I, I, I felt kind of, you know, like, just, I felt bad that I wasn't out there early. Like, just, you know, finding where tailgate Ted is or whoever, man, just, Hey man, let me let me throw up about fifty or a hundred dollars towards your tailgate, man. You know something, because you just despite the weather, man, you you wanted to be out there, man. and I'm guessing maybe because of the Sean Taylor unveiling of the installation, that's what probably brought the you know curiosity out of the fans to you know a lot more to come and you know just show face. Because I I personally, you know, I, I love Sean Taylor so. That was my motivation for coming out just to see what that was about. But um, like I said, it was real. It was a real good time, man. The fans were, especially when that interception happened. You know, it was a real good time, man. So like I like I said personally, you know, winning cures all. But you know, they they still need to work on things because the whole college thing, like I, I didn't really see it. And I mean, I, I saw my shift, you know, shift uh, Atlanta fans, but. I will say, man, it, it was a good time. I, I had a good time. Right. I will say that. Appreciate JP as always. Thank you. I, again, college atmosphere. I, I, we're not talking about LSU. We're not talking about the swamp. We're not talking about you know some of the great, great you know Penn State, some of the great venues, Pete, around the. I don't think what that's what Ryan Clark meant. I think what he meant was it while smaller in nature, and again, it was the second lowest there was, there paid was attendance. There, there was, was euphoria eu- there. Euphoria, but but I, there's euphoria, I'm sure, at every football stadium when your team makes a big play, an exciting play, wins a game, such as the Kendall Fuller. But he, I think he was kind of maybe talking about throughout the game, right, where, you know, again, there's a – like you hear so many bad things – about the fan base and about FedEx Field that you come in predisposed. And remember, Ryan hasn't played here since, what, 2014, I think, Jay's first year. So I don't know how many times he's been back in the building. Back in 2014, the fan base was still pretty loud and passionate. But maybe he had heard so many bad things that he wasn't expecting that, and he was pleasantly surprised. I don't know. Without talking to him, I don't know. But I don't know it. I don't know if you would say, um, you know, like for instance, I'm going up to MetLife Stadium this uh, this Sunday. You know, you know what's always been sleepy? The Giants crowd. Every time I've been up to MetLife, or even the the one and only time uh, I covered a game at Giants Stadium back in 2009, sleepy, 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 sleepy. Why? Because the Giant fan is all old, or or mostly old. It's an older fan base. What I think Ryan Clark was trying to say is, you know what? There may not be that many people. And there isn't, but those that are there have some energy, have some passion, have some pride. They're not sitting on their hands. They're not constantly at the concession stand or right. doing whatever. But They're you, there to watch the start football somewhere, game. Though. Yes, absolutely. You have to start somewhere. Absolutely. And and there's no doubt. What do we talk about? What happened with the Nationals in 2019? Winning the World Series, but they could not take advantage of it the following year. There's yep. no doubt there would have been an uptick in season tickets there would have been an uptick 
in merchandise sales. If this team wins and goes to the playoffs, there will be, whether you like it or not, there will be an uptick in season tickets, regardless of who's cashing that check, whether it's Dan or a new owner. If it's a new owner, great. If it's a new owner, there's going to be a lot more people that are buying season tickets coming off of a winning season. But those things still have to play out. But even if they win, there will be an uptick in season tickets because people are going to start talking about, yeah, I was at the game. I was just like they were. I was at the Tampa game. Mm -hmm. I I watched Taylor Heineke do his Superman routine, diving for the pylon. So there's going to be a boost no matter what if they make the playoffs, regardless of who's, uh, you know, cashing the receipts or not. But as we've said all along, if they get a new owner, you're going to see a lot more season tickets. You're going to see a lot more people in the stands. And there's going to be over 60,000, 65,000 Washington fans in attendance and less of the invaders from the other cities, which means there will be more noise for the home team. Washington, D.C. is often called an event town, right? And I think that does translate to sports. The commander's fan base has... I don't view them the same way, but they've been, unlike the others, who are more event-driven. And I know Capital yeah. One Arena is always sold out for the Capitals, but that, I think, is a unique circumstance. Alex, you know, the Stanley it's Cup. Smaller, all the, it's, look, it's much a smaller, smaller exactly. Yeah. Now, now the Wizards don't sell out and don't usually come close. So, I mean, there is something to it. But, but I, when there's I a don't, good team in town, like Brooklyn's in town tonight, so, or no, they're in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's so, in Brooklyn. But, yeah. but like when Kevin shows yeah. up, when LeBron shows up, yeah. it's an event, right? Right, right. And more Oop. people show up and the building is packed. Absolutely. No it's doubt about it. It's not going to be like thir- they, they announced 13,000 for Minnesota the other night. Yeah. It holds, you know, almost 19 for right. hoops. Right. So. Exactly. All right. Let's get to, why don't we do this? Happy birthday to you. Jeff Happy and Vienna. birthday, dear Jeff uh. and Vienna. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. you. You might have a career in opera ahead of you, Chris. Did you ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Luciano Pavarotti, or whatever the hell that guy's name is. Russell's, yeah. Russell's from New York. He'll be with the Metropolitan Opera. <laughs> Look, he's going to the Giants game Sunday, Jeff. Saturday night, he's going to do a special guest spot with the Metropolitan Opera. <laughs> Thanks. Thank right you on guys. Broadway. Happy Very birthday, much. pal. Hey, I woke this morning to a series of texts from my daughter that her apartment in Athens is completely flooded. Oh, so, no. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's not that's good. That's a good way to. No, no, no. We're, we're working through it, though. Ugh. So, um. I, I tried to get in on ABC, Chris, um, and I think Matt referred that you might be going back to that. Um, we could certainly talk about the Bengals trying to go 3-0 and against the Kansas City Chiefs in this calendar year, uh, Sunday at 425, if you want to. Well, I mean, sure, we absolutely can. They're going to get Jamar Chase back. I mean, how could they go wrong at this point? If you won, uh, if you won in, in Nashville without Jamar Chase and without Joe Mixon, I haven't heard Mixon's status uh, for this week. Hopefully they get him back. But my goodness, right now, you don't want to kind of break up the, the train, if you, the Samaj P. Ryan train. And then, what, you yeah. said you're going to the SEC championship game first, right, down in, uh, down in Atlanta. And then, so you and your daughter are going to go to that, or, or is that how that's working, or no? Yeah. Okay. So my, my, 
my daughter and her crew all got student tickets, and my buddy who grew up across the street from me at home in Cincy is a huge hitter at LSU, so he's he's got tickets for me. He's a big swing, and uh, you know what? <laughs> he he's he's like top fifty in the Tiger Club, I do believe. That qualifies so, you as a big swing, and you know you what? A big silly indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. You can never have enough friends. Never, never give up on good friends. That's for sure. Exactly. So, but, especially, yeah, then, especially then, good friends with hooks, man. Woo! Yeah, exactly. And then Sunday, I'll get up and head up to Cincy for the the Bengals game at four twenty-five. I'm, I mean, and it, you know what else is? Miami and San Francisco is on at the same time. I mean, the best two games in the last six weeks probably are on at the same time. Yeah, at 425, yeah. I'm going to struggle to watch those games from the press box and at, at MetLife. But, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, look, it looks like the Bengals are, uh, again, starting to come and make that late-season push. Teams, listen, more and more, right, we, we talk about in the NFL, we talk about injuries being the number one thing. We talk about teams that are, are physical and can run the ball as the weather changes. You know, every team does it a little bit different. Every organization does it a little bit different. But what I've just come to find out over many, many years of doing this, I don't know if you guys agree, the first half of the season is always a mishmash and like almost like pin the tail on the donkey, right? Like you have no idea where you're going to – you know, you're blindfolded. You have no idea where it's going to wind up. Second half of the season, teams, you, you can just start to see – The teams that are built a little bit differently have that mental fortitude, that physical style, that ability to overcome some injuries, a la the Bengals, maybe even the Commanders, and you start to see the teams that are kind of trending, if you will, in the right direction. And that's what matters. Yeah, and having having number nine as your QB certainly does not hurt any any bit. So that'll, you know, that'll be a good quarterback. Oh, what is that? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that I can see the pregame shows is going to be flooded with Mahomes against Burrow, but I I, I won't be complaining. But um, hey, good the, luck to the Commanders the too. There you yep. go. Thank you, uh, thank you, Jeff, yep. and happy birthday, pal. We appreciate you. Thank, thank you, guys. All right, have a safe uh, trip, Jeff. J- Jeff does. Uh, Jeff's got a good life for himself, right? I mean, he's I mean he's at not every Bengals game, but at most home, road, what have you. Then he's going to the SEC championship game. I mean, he's, I mean, outside of what's going on got with his daughter seats. and flooding, I mean, he's, he's got, got seats. As got we good like seats to say, at on National the floor Park, at yeah. Nationals games. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's right there up against the netting next to the dugout. Absolutely. So, I mean, it, it helps that look when you do. That's what I'm talking about. That's a guy that takes all of his disposable income, invests it as a sports fan. That's what you work for. You work for to be able to do things like your hobbies like that. And obviously it's something he gets to share with his daughter because she's a student at Georgia, mm-hmm. which gains them access to tickets that other people might not normally get as well. So that helps the situation considerably. No doubt. Uh, before you leave, uh, yeah. we're, we're going to hold off on the phone calls. So hang on, guys. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. I found this number, and I found it fascinating, on fantasypros.com. So I wanted to – Quickly bounce it off of you, right? Uh, it was under, under a category called deep ball passing, but this isn't a deep ball passing statistic. But this is passing attempts that travel 10-plus yards. Passing attempts that travel 10-plus yards in the air. Okay, right. not you know a two-yard screen and it goes for 10-plus. Sure. It's in the air, okay? Yep. Want to take a guess at how many 10-plus passing attempts in the air 
that Taylor Heineke has this year through six games? How many total in six games? Yes. Six games, how many 10-plus travel air yards passing attempts he has? I'll say 18. No. Way low. Way low. So it's more than that. Yo, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, then I'll go the opposite of my math on that, and I'll say 36. Uh, still way low. 52 is the answer. Okay. Now, the reason why I bring that up, 52 passing attempts that travel 10-plus yards, right? It does seem a little bit high. Again, this is fantasypros.com. I don't know. I guess they track all of it through next-gen stats, and I don't know exactly. Uh, Baker Mayfield has 51, and he's played in one more game. Now, we know Baker Mayfield has been a kind of a debacle and benched, whatever, Sam Darnold down in. But here's right. the fascinating number. You ready for this? Taylor Heineke has played six games. Right? For the Washington Commanders. Carson Wentz played six games for the Washington Commanders. You know how many 10-plus passing attempts Carson Wentz had? 45. Nope. 50. So Heineke, in the same amount of games, in way less, way less attempts and throws. Heineke is 104 for 171. Uh... Wentz is 144 for 232, so way less. We're talking about a 50-attempt-less percentage. He's thrown more passes in the air for 10-plus yards than Carson Wentz. I was blown away by that number. Right, but explosive plays would be quantified as 20 20 yards or more. Right, but I don't know if explosive plays is air distance 20-plus yards. I think explosive plays is... Gain distance, 20-plus yards. Does that make sense? Yeah. but This is the, just air right, distance. Right, but you could also determine it. The only difference in the two guys physically is the ability of one quarterback to give you more accuracy 20 yards in the air further down the field than the other one is. Well, to Really, your, that's the only difference you're between right. the two players in their physical skill sets and what they're bringing in terms of what this team is asking them. Four can do a lot of the things that Carson Wentz was doing. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't do it as well or with the same strength, 20, 25 yards in the air or more that Wentz did. That's fair, and but I was still expecting something different, but to your point, and I'll let you go on this, Wentz 18, 20-plus yard passing attempts that travel 20 plus yards in the air mm-hmm. Heineke 11 so 18 to 11 Wentz with the advantage right exactly. and if we're talking 30 plus Which, yards in the air Wentz has nine Heineke yeah. has five Based if on we're talking set, 40 plus you're right if we're talking 40 plus yards in the air Wentz has four Heineke has three and Wentz has one for 50 plus in the air so as you go along to your point the numbers get you know, more in favor of Wentz and more of the disparity, I was still surprised by the 10-plus yard passing attempt number, even though we know Heineke can make, you know, throws of any nature. It's just you're automatically predisposed to think everything from Heineke is 
10 yards or less or somewhere in that range. But it's really not. It's just the throws that he almost got picked on for the third and 15 the other week, uh, the other day. That's the kind of throw you want Taylor Heineke and most quarterbacks, quite honestly, uh, to avoid. I know you got to run. Have a great call, pal. Uh, be safe getting back uh, with all the wind and rain and all that stuff. And uh, I guess we'll be back at it tomorrow uh, together at 9 a.m. You got it. I'll see you in the studio tomorrow. There you go. That is Pedro Medhurst in Nashville, Tennessee, getting ready to call Navy basketball. You can listen to it starting at noon on the Odyssey app. Make sure you check that out. We're back with more of your calls, plus dum-dum of the day still to come before noon. Burgundy and gold today at that point on the Team 980 and always live and free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Blake 182, miss you. I didn't understand the connection, but Matt's always thinking ahead. Many steps ahead. I miss Pete already. I don't know how I'm going to do the rest of the radio show without him. All right, we'll try. Dumb Dumb of the Day coming up. Uh, and as well, uh, if you missed yesterday's Dumb Dumb of the Day, I thought, oh, actually, no, this is uh, Moron of the Month. I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I think Boston DG nominated me for Moron of the Month for nearly setting the building on fire. I wouldn't call it nearly setting the building on fire. There was a little smoke. There was some panic on behalf of the building management. I wouldn't exactly call it setting the building on fire or nearly setting the building on fire. All right, 301 Let's get to our pal Roy in Brunswick. Hanging on for a while, Roy. Thank you for being patient as always. Good to hear from you, pal. Yeah, good to good to talk to you, man. It's always worth the wait. Um good to me. I told you I was at the game with my with my uh, nephew Landon yep. and um <clears throat> despite the crappy weather, it was it was really loud and I think um talking about I wanted to switch from the, the crowd to actually that Denny, the team real quick, but like talking about the crowd, I mean, when's the last time this crowd has been in a playoff hunt post Thanksgiving or, you know, close to Christmas with a good enough defense that could actually win a playoff game. And I think that's when 
the intensity and um, everything that you heard at Atlanta was like, we definitely believed that the defense was going to do something in the past. Like even with Roberts teams or like in 2017, when we had a run, we didn't trust the defense. If the other team had the ball, instead of being loud, we were like walking on eggshells, hoping that they weren't going to get beat, you know, over the top. And I think there's a confidence in this defense that when the other team has the ball, you know, that's where a lot of that noise is coming from. And I think as far as the identity of the team, I've talked to you about this before. I think with Wentz, it was going to be to stop the run and to run the ball. I mean, look at who they drafted. Look at the second, third, and fourth round draft picks. They draft a bruising running back. They draft a defensive tackle to, to stuff the run after getting uh, after not re-signing Settle and Ioannidis. And then they, they um, you know, draft a safety to kind of bring some depth there. And look at who's getting all the playing time. They're uh, like Forrest is a bruiser that can that can step in, and they've got Curl. And they like how um, McCain's tackling. So I think with Wentz the whole time, they were going to try to run and and stuff the run and have him pass over the top when they could. But then with Gibson not having any faith and and, and uh, Brian Robinson getting shot and then Chase Roulier going down, they couldn't really do any of that stuff. So I think that um, you know if Wentz gets back in, I don't see why this team would be past happy because I don't think that was the formula to begin with. And people just don't realize the team was in a totally different spot when Wentz was uh, running the show. I think it's a really astute point, as always. Uh, here's the one reason why I would maybe slightly counter from you, is I do think they were they were in love with or intoxicated by the ability to, sure, run, yes, uh, ball control at times, win games on defense, keep the, the other team's opponent on the field, but I, I just think they were – in love with the big chunk play idea, what you got, say, week one against Jacksonville and maybe to some degree week two against Detroit that you didn't get week three against Philly, that you didn't get a week four against uh, Dallas that you got in week five against Tennessee uh, to De'Ami Brown. So I, I think it would have been a more open offense as we saw in some of those games, but I don't think they would have been pass only or pass primarily or deep ball only. What I did see that drove me crazy was they wanted to stretch the field almost too much. Right? When 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 Wentz was when Wentz was in in his first month of games, I just felt like not only did they not target Terry, that was obvious, but they also wanted to get those chunk plays too much instead of building one play after another, stacking plays, stacking drives, which is more the identity, which is more the DNA uh, of this team. So when he comes back, if he comes back, and I'll I'll say when he comes back, because I'm I'm I believe he'll be back. Um, I, I hope I hope that they understand that this team's DNA is still the physical run game, and now that you have Brian Robinson back. As you mentioned, he wasn't he wasn't there until the Tennessee game, and he just wasn't right yet for the Tennessee and Chicago game. Even though he had a touchdown in the Chicago game, he just wasn't right. He was still get, gathering. Remember, he's still a rookie. N- not only shot twice, but a rookie on top of that. Um, so now that we have all that, if and when Carson Wentz comes back, I hope it's a much different attack and mindset. Um, we will see. Uh, obviously, Roy, as always, good to hear from you. Appreciate you uh, as always. All right, let's go to one of my 
One of the guys that tries to keep me on the straight and narrow and yells at me a lot for no good reason, it's Junior in Fort Meade. What's up, Junior? Good morning, Chris. Hello, Junior. Well, first let me say, um, I knew about your son. I didn't know that the foundational work you were doing. As a man with a grandson who has severe autism, nonverbal autism, I appreciate what you're doing. I, and I didn't know that about you, I and, can, and, and I, I didn't know that about you, and, and, and I'm uh, not that I'm glad to hear it, but I, I now we have... I, I understand you what know, you're saying. Now we have a different but, kind of connection. Well, that's why I always respected you. I may not agree with your opinion, but at least I respect you because I know how hard it is for a parent to deal with that and groom a young person to for life having to deal with that. So I appreciate, I appreciate what much. you're doing. And as soon as Twitter allows me back on, I'll click onto your link and make a donation to you. Well, I, um, I appreciate that. Why, why is Twitter not allowing you back on? Were you banned? I I'm suspended for 12 hours because I I'm not very good at it. I just started it. Uh, I'm, you know, so I'm not very good at it. And instead of me typing things, I speak into my phone and apparently there was something playing in the background and it was not good, and they sent me the tweet saying that this is why you're getting suspended for 12 hours. I, like, I would never say anything like that. So I'm assuming it was something in the background that was saying something, wow. and it was just a bunch of gibberish. And wow. I didn't know you what got, it was. I was like, you got banned like, from Twitter, and you just started <laughs> your account, Junior? Yeah. Damn. So I was, I was like, I don't, I would never say anything like that. I yeah. was like, it had to be something been playing in the background. Or something. Here's what well, I know, Junior. Don't mess with Elon Musk. Don't tag Elon Musk on anything. Otherwise, your ass is going to get permanently banned. I don't even know who. Like, I think I was just retweeting or I was t- tweeting about somebody's tweet. It's like, I don't really put any tweets out. I don't have any followers. So I was like, I think I was just retweeting somebody. I was like, I would never say anything like that. I was like, nope, that wasn't me. I was like, I was like I'll take the L, but I don't, I would never say anything like All that, right. but whatever. All right. Well, hopefully uh, you get back on. And I, I do, I, I, I appreciate you very much. And, and the Best Buddies link, uh, people can go to Best Buddies, you know, of course. Uh, but I have uh, the, the, auction items and links and and everybody's been you know i'm so appreciative of all my friends and colleagues here uh at the radio station and people uh that uh have already donated are donating uh have have agreed to do some of the wonderful events that we have uh and will donate and will you know participate uh and i appreciate you junior and i didn't know that uh about your grandson i hope he's doing well how old is he he is five. Oh, he's five. Okay, so he's he's a young yeah, so, guy, and 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 you said autism, right? So uh, uh, yeah, nonverbal autism. Yeah, he he does well, you know. But I I know how hard it is for that for is the parents of children. Yeah. So does he use sign language uh, to communicate or soundboards or anything? No. Yeah, he, that, he's that's, learning with the soundboard. He goes okay. to verbal. He goes to the speaking coach and uh, or the speech sure. therapist and everything sure. every day. So, well, but, uh, here, here's uh, what I here's what I would say. And I have more experience with Down syndrome than autism. My my son, uh, Tyler, really didn't really didn't become verbal in terms of words that you could understand, except for you know like mama and dada, until he was about six, six and a half. So here's what I would say, Junior. I mean, every kid is different, uh, and again, autism is is different than Down syndrome, but there are you know some common traits. What I would say is, man, don't give up. 
uh, encourage, and I'm sure you are, and you're, 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 you know, his dad and, and mom and, and whatever are doing wonderful things. Don't give up. Uh, keep trying. You never will. Keep, uh, keep plowing, and you know, um, it it will come one day. It, it's just going to take its time, and 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 oh, and I'm you, a man you need of faith. Patience. I will right. always believe. Exactly. Well, now, as far as the commanders go, let me get this in before yep. I get cut off. Yep. Um, everybody who's been talking about uh, Carson Wentz not having uh, what Taylor Heineke has had over a few weeks, he had it all of last year. Not only did he have a great defense, but he had a much better running game, and he could not win. So everybody who's saying that he needs to have a chance with what Taylor Heineke has, he did have it, and he could not win. He had better, he had some good numbers, but he just could not win. I mean, I, I, I hear you, Junior. Um yeah. I struggle with this one, right? Because he did win last year with the great running game and a good defense for the most part. He did win nine games. He didn't win the games he had to win at the end. And therefore, they failed and didn't make the playoffs. And that's why he got axed in Indianapolis. This year, when we saw him, he was 2-4 and as a starter. He didn't win enough games. But I would also say he didn't have the same exact tools that he had in Indianapolis. The difference between a good quarterback and a quarterback that is probably Carson Wentz, at least in my eyes, is not everything's going to be 75 and sunny. Not everything's going to be perfect. And I will say this about Taylor Heineke. While I'm critical of him, Heineke often does not have 75 and sunny and perfect, and he often finds a way to win or win more than Carson Wentz does. So, appreciate you, Junior. Uh, now we have a different connection, Junior and I. I did not know that. Um, yeah, again, Best Buddies is awesome. Uh, all the information on Twitter. Uh, again, thank you to CK and, and Odyssey DC and 1067 The Fan and uh, Team 980 and all of my friends and colleagues here uh, and uh, on Twitter and uh, all that. Uh, Linnell was tremendous. I mean, at the end of his show this morning, uh, everybody's Scott Jackson's been doing tremendous. Who's coming up on uh, Burgundy and Gold today? It is Scott Jackson, the voice of the Commanders. I'm, I'm, I know, I know, Bram will be back. I'm, I, I'm happy for my guy. Happy for my guy. I heard a little taste of the play-by-play. I have not had a chance to listen to the audio broadcast of the game. I am looking forward to doing that uh, on my way home on my NFL Plus app, which is how you can listen. Scotty Jack's knocking it out of the park. I did hear one call, though, interspersed, interspersed, interspliced, whatever that thing that I'm trying to say is, when Jonathan Allen knocked down Marcus Mariota and told him, you know, he was a, you know, a great player and whatever, you could hear Scotty Jack's kind of, you know, some of his calls. So I'm looking forward uh, to the rest of it. Um, so, you know, again, everybody's been so kind. All right, let's do a final trending alert. Uh, of uh, the day. Let's do it right here, right now. All right, let's do World Cup first. Tunisia with a one nothing lead over France now in the 86th minute. Australia with a one nothing lead over Denmark. 
Uh, in the, I think that was the 86th, 85th minute, 85th minute as well. Poland, Argentina, Mexico, Saudi Arabia still to come at 2 o'clock Eastern time today. Of course, the U.S. men's national team with a win over Iran yesterday. They next play on Saturday morning. Wes Schweitzer has been activated to return to practice. That kicks off his 21-day window to return to the 53-man roster. He's been out and on IR with a concussion. Of course, this is week two for Carson. And Wentz back at practice as the commanders get set for the first of two in a row against the New York Giants on Sunday. Our game day coverage begins at 9 a.m. right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And speaking of that, Wizards back on 980 tonight, 7.15 the pre, 7.30-ish the tip at Barclays Center in Brooklyn over or against the Nets, I should say. No Ben Simmons for Brooklyn. And that's what's trending. No, we're not in Madison, Wisconsin, baby, although that is the coolest tradition alive on planet Earth. I love that. I can't get enough of that. Oh, man. When Camp Randall gets a rockin' between the third and fourth quarter, holy crap. Wow, is that a scene. I, I've got to do that one time before I kick the bucket. Jump around, baby. Oh, yeah. And that brings us, as we look at the calendar... And it's November 30th. No, not our dum-dum of the day. No, instead it's a celebration of dum-dums. Once a month on the final show of the month, Matt always reminds me, hey, you big dummy. He literally says it like that. You got to do more on of the month. So that's what we're here to do. We're here to celebrate the biggest dum-dum. And now anoint him something special. Not just the dum-dum of the day, no. But instead, the moron of the month. It's time for dum-dum of the day on Russell and Medhurst. All right, so there were many choices, and Matt's so good that he just listed me all of them, and there were so many that I wanted to pick. You know, like... The Minnesota Vikings in a salute to service announcement on their video, Jumbotron putting a male porn star, Johnny Sins, on there in fatigue, in uh, army gear. That was great. Or the nurse that amputated the uh, patient's foot uh, because without permission for her taxidermy shop. Uh, (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, Or the adult who pooped in a bag. And left it at a kid's game. That guy. Yasiel Puig. Tax evasion. Doing what he does. There were so many of them. Uh, how about the unfortunate fella that danced on the 18-wheeler? And, uh, well, he's no longer with us. Or yesterday's dumb dumb of the day. A woman suing Kraft and Heinz because it took more than three and a half minutes to cook macaroni and cheese. What? Yes. But there is one special, one special person that wins the Moron of the Month for the month of November. And Matty Ice picked this one out, so I'll give him the credit. He's right. You may remember this. 
a 79-year-old Japanese man. He did more than jump around. He used his jump rope, a 90-inch jump rope, and got it stuck in his bladder after allegedly, we should point out, allegedly shoving the 90-inch jump rope into his penis. What? Yes, the unidentified man inserted the rope through his urethra, urethra, according to a urology case report, and doctors. The handleless rope became tangled and stuck in the man's bladder, which forced him, after coming up with a condition called dysuria and difficulty with urination, it caused a medical examination and a removal upon the scans a large object accompanied by acoustic shadows is how they described the x-ray revealed a wire-like coiled foreign body so they had to perform surgery to remove the 90 inch jump rope that was in his bladder causing him not to be allowed to pee that was inserted allegedly by shoving the jump rope through his penis. Don't be a don't. Yes, sir. With all due respect to my elders, 79 years old, man, I, I just can't. I, th- there's no way I can save you. you, you you've, you've won the award, Moron of the Month. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. That, thank you. Thank you for playing the game. Thank you for giving us material. And thank you for those doctors for saving uh, this man. And thank you for Matt for reminding me of this horrifically awful story. And congratulations, sir. Unnamed Japanese 79-year-old. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Yes, you are, sir. And moron of the month for the month of November. The good news is tomorrow is a new month. So that means we go back to dum-dum of the day. Pete will be back with us tomorrow morning. Hopefully he gets back home safe tonight. Uh, on the flight after Navy basketball, which you can listen to on the Odyssey app, or you can listen to our guy, Scotty Jacks, the voice of the commanders. I, that's my term for him. I, I'm not trying to take away anybody's job. The voice of the commanders coming up next, Burgundy and Gold today. He will have Fred Smoot on at 1 o'clock and obviously talking about the upcoming commanders New York Giants game right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Matt on the other side for Pete Medhurst, Linnell Willingham as well. He was great. Make sure you check him out tonight or today uh, with Hoffman at 430, 430 to 6, and then tonight's solo over on the fan, 630 to 745. We have Wizards basketball tonight starting at 715. Again, Scott coming up next, then the Hoffman show after that. Make sure you give those guys your time. You listen. Thanks for being a part of the show right here on the Team 980. And again, always live, free, and on demand on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.